right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And today we're talking wiring. I don't know about you all. I hate wiring. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I wonder if you guys, it's like, well, I'm sure there's a lot of guys, a lot of my friends, same way. We got one guy in our little clique that he really, man, he loves wiring. So I'm hoping everybody has that one guy. But look, wiring is easier than you think but it is a daunting task for a lot of people especially when you're going at the whole car there's one company out there that I really feel like does an amazing job to make that task as easy as possible and their name is American Auto Wire um we've used them on the show before I've recently used them on a Chevelle I restored for a Denver police officer who had a really he's he's just got a really amazing battle fighting you know stage 4 cancer um, and I want to get it done as, as fast and as easy as possible. And again, every time I've ever ordered anything from American Auto Wire, I'm never let down. I've always feel like that by far is the best company. Uh, just how they do it and what they do and everything they give and provide for you uh, makes that job so much easier. Yeah, wiring is one of those daunting and, and scary things. Uh, and I don't know if it's for, for the best reasons. You know, uh, A lot of times, once you get into wiring... It's just connecting A to B, you know? And if you have a basic roadmap there, you know, it's... Yeah, it's not too bad, yeah. really. I don't know, but I always try to find that one friend, too, you know? Hey, <laughs> slightly odd guy that likes wiring, come on over here. What what can I do to get you to, to you know, wire this up for us, you know? Um, but, you know, there's a lot of times when that guy isn't around and, and it's up to you. And, and like Willie said, you want to figure out what's the easiest way to do it. Uh, and whether it's repairing things, upgrading things, adding features to your hot rod, or deciding that, wow, this 40, 50-year-old harness just isn't worth playing around with. I want to replace it. Uh, that should be the thing that's the most daunting is, oh my gosh, I'm going to replace all of it. But it's not. It's probably one of the easiest things because you get a brand new everything and it all works. And all you got to do is unplug and plug it. Yeah. Uh, so that's about as easy as you can get. And that's kind of the sort of the bread butter of uh, American Auto Wire is giving you complete harnesses, fuse boxes, everything. So 
you can literally rewire an old car like new, even better than new with upgraded components in it. And, you know, a lot of us are doing resto mods. So that's where, you know, again, you can kind of get that squirrely feeling where, oh, how do I do the electric fan? And what do I do about, you know, electric fuel pump and whatever else you want to run? Well, they, <laughs> yeah. they have you covered. They, they have setups specifically for an old car running new stuff in it with upgrades already ready. You just connect the wires up. Uh, so it couldn't be any easier. So we've got Don Bach, man. He is awesome. We've worked with them, known him for years. Uh, if we ever have a wiring question, I mean, this is the guy we go to. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It's it's great to kind of ease that tension uh, about wiring and understand what is available, what's capable, and what's the right setup for you because everybody's coming at it from a different vehicle, uh, different amount of modifications, whether it's a restoration, whether it's totally custom or modifications uh, they've got the kit for you and they've got the supplies, the needs, accessories, the tools, you name it. Well, and the supporting cast. If you have problems, if you have issues, they'll help you. They'll walk you through. Uh, it really is amazing just how they're there for a, each and every customer. Whatever your application, whatever your build is, um, you're not only going to get what I would consider the most resourceful kit, meaning everything is there, everything is laid out for you. And it's always, it's always extra. It's like um, guacamole at Chipotle. It's always extra. There's always, there's always more wire than is needed. Um, a lot of wiring companies will give you, you know, three feet, but you got to go to the trunk. What's that going to do uh, for a $70 charger? You know, I'm not going to make it past the back seat. Um, they've always got ample amounts of everything you need to get the job done. Uh, and they do it in a way, or there for you in a way that no other company as far as the wiring world, I believe is. So let's take a break. When we come back, Don, American Auto Wire. Find him online, check him out. Back with the man behind American Auto Wire here in just a second. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have Don Bach. I got to tell you, man, American Auto Wire, thankful for him because this guy has been there for 30 plus years. Um, Don, that is amazing uh, to think about all the things that you've seen change throughout the, the decades you've been there. I, I believe that's probably a, a fascinating aspect just to kind of pick your brain on how the wiring game, how the cars, how applications, builds, mods have all transformed and evolved over the last, you know, several decades. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's always interesting. It's, you know, we started strictly with the uh, OE stuff on the Camaros and the Chevelles and Corvettes and Novas and Impalas doing all the, the factory uh, GM wiring harnesses. And over the years, it's kind of morphed into uh, street rods and hot rods and resto mods, as you pointed out. And you have to constantly reinvent yourself because this industry changes all the time. And if you don't, you're going to get stale. So that's one of the things that's great about uh, our product is we have a, a much broader base than anybody in the industry. Cause if you're doing your stock 69 Z 28 Camaro, we can help you. If you're doing a, a resto mod 69 Camaro, we got a classic update kit for it. If you've got a totally way off the charts, custom 69 Camaro that you're doing that, you know, somebody like DSE's built for you, we have our Highway 22 Plus Series. So there's lots of applications that you can go with on these things. So what have you seen uh, and what have you guys incorporated over the years that you think just really kind of help out the customer, the end user, um, 
you know, with whatever it is, the durability on components or just the ease of installation, understanding, you know, wiring diagrams, you name it. Well, the, the big thing is uh, you alluded to earlier, Kevin and Willie also that, you know, wiring with a lot of people is black magic. It scares them to death. And really, if you understand the concept of it, it's really not hard. Um, yeah, there are some things that are a little bit more difficult than others. Um, a lot of people don't understand, you know, the purpose for using a relay to split the the power away from the panel and switch a 20 amp load to a two amp load, you know, using the, the coil on the relay just as the feed coming off the panel instead of trying to drive all that power through the panel itself and uh, overloading things. So you, you see things like that. Um, it's the last couple of years has really been tough with all the supply chain issues and all the, all the parts being discontinued and connectors being discontinued and products being discontinued. And it's, it's I was going to ask, man, you know, the last couple of years for every car company has been, you know, the orders have came in like, you know, like never before. Um, but, but the, the supply chains, everything that is needed out there to get a lot of these parts and pieces out have kind of dried up. Yep. So how have you guys been able to, you know, keep the orders flowing? What do you guys had to change up over the last couple of years? Uh, it's a really good question. Um, we, we have a really good crew here and, because of that, we're able to focus in on when we start seeing something that is getting ready to go away and we still have a lot of stock on it, we'll reach out, we'll retool the part. Um, we had an ignition switch that um, we use quite a few of, and um, it was getting ready to go away. And we had to have it tooled and made because we just couldn't see selling our kit, you know, without having that switch in there. It's, it's part of the product. When you buy a classic update kit, uh, for example, you you get a headlight switch, you get a dimmer switch, you get an ignition switch. Some of them you get a wiper switch in. So, you know, it, it's important to have all those aspects of the product out there in the kit itself. That's what separates our product from everybody else. Yeah, man. And you could emphasize that a little bit. A lot of times people are blown away. I know, you know, when we ordered the kit, you know, a couple of years ago, well, about a year and a half ago, two years ago for the Chevelle um, that I just finished up, man, it, it, was, it was amazing. Everything that's included in that kit and all the pieces, parts, everything you need to take it, you know, from the old school into more, more of a modern setup. And that's got to be something you, you and your company really pride themselves in and on. Absolutely. I, that's, you know, a lot of times we'll, when we're at shows, people come up to us and ask us, you know, end users will ask us, you know, why they should buy our product as opposed to somebody else's. And let's face it, there's other good companies out there that that do what we do. And and my, my thing is I, I will never talk bad about somebody else's product, but I will tell them that the thing that separates us from anybody else is how complete our product is. The guys that own this company, many, many years ago, um, had the forethought to purchase a, a bunch of original GM tooling on light sockets, on connectors, on terminals, um, that type of thing. And we own all that. And that's something that nobody else in the industry has. It's, you know, they can't, they can't make their product complete. You know, people come up to us and say, man, look at all this. You get this, you get this, you know, you guys should package all this in a product and sell that because I bought a kit and, I don't have any of that in mind and you could sell it. And, you know, our retort to that is, well, that's what separates our product 
from other people's product. We don't really want to sell that to other people. So right? the buyer product, dumb, dumb. That, that's, that's what, that's exactly right. I mean, it's uh, and I'm, I'm really proud of that. Cause you know, I've been here since the ground floor days and um, you know, it's really good that the guys that own the company stepped up and did what they did. And, and we're all uh, flourishing because of it. Yeah. You know, and if you think about, you know, Somebody stepping up to to wiring, some, especially someone that's not real familiar with it, done it before, right. realized, you know, after you're done, like, wow, that really wasn't so bad. What was I afraid of? Um, when you rewire a car and you start with a very substantial kit, uh, again, you know, if you're doing a an OE restoration, I mean, pff, that's just plug and play. There's no, Correct. no, you know, no brain cells really being taxed there. To when you go to a universal, you know, yeah, you you you're kind of determining what's going where and how you're going to use it, but you're, you're still not starting from scratch, right? You've got the basic building blocks there and you're literally running the wires uh, out to you and crimping a little connector on the end and connecting it to your device. And you just move to the next one. So it's just one, two, three. And before you know it, you've got yourself a complete custom setup uh, with, without the pain, without the anxiety. Uh, it's pretty simple. And what I really like about, you know the the two models. You know the OE and the and the sort of upgrade uh, for the resto mods is every wire is labeled the whole way down. So it's not like you're seeing this rat's nest and going, oh god, there's so many reds and oranges and yellows, and I'm so lost. You just pick up a wire and it says alternator. Oh, I know where the alternator is, and you string it over to the alternator. You, know, you see the next wire it says taillights, and you oh geez, I know where that one goes. So it's really like a no duh. You know, the whole, the whole thing through there. So, you know, there's so many folks out there with cool old rides that just start to become, uh, you know, a nuisance because one one wiring thing goes after another. This headlight doesn't work anymore. Or this doesn't work in the turn signal and whatever else. And you're sitting there and you're patching one by one and you're trying to diagnose it. Um, for all those folks out there, man, life is so much better with a brand new top to bottom harness that you string uh and now you can go another 50 years mm -hmm. you know don't be afraid just get in there and do it. it it's one of those we've got plenty of shows where we've done it and shown you how basically straightforward and simple it is the factory fit stuff um the oe stuff as you said is plug and play i mean there's there's absolutely almost no issues with those at all there's packard was really good which packard electric was the original gm designer Packard Electric was really good about never having two connectors at any one junction that were alike. They always staggered stuff like that. So you don't have a problem putting that in. Occasionally you'll get somebody called that says, Hey, what's this yellow wire for? Okay. It's the power for your radio or whatever. But when you get into like the classic update stuff, the meat and potatoes are done for you. The main connectors are all plugged in. The dash harness is probably 80%, 90% built for you. You put them in. The big thing is with our product, it's it's a step-by-step -step thing, as you said, and we give you really good color instructions and graphics that go with it, showing you where to go things. And then on top of it, when you get that wire and you run it out to that light socket or you run it over to that switch, you don't have to cut your 50-year-old pigtail off and, and butt splice it in and use you know, heat shrink or something like that because we give you the new light sockets. We give you the new connectors. We give you the new terminals. So when you get done, you got a quality product from one end to the other. You don't have anything that's 50 years old anymore. Well, you got updated fuses, um, fuse panels, all that stuff as well, which, you know, 
it's it's such a big significant difference on the car um such a just a uh, an unbelievable help I, don i gotta tell you about something funny i came across the other day so i bought this um 1958 um chevy uh and it literally was one of those things where i didn't pay too much for the car i just got the thing running you know cleaned it up and and sold it but as i'm cleaning the car up i noticed that it had I don't know what looked to be a, a couple decade old restoration on it, but whoever did the wiring, whatever company it was, all of their wires were black. And it had a little label on there that said what the wire was for, but every wire in the car under the dash, all black. You talk about a nightmare. Oh yeah, I was just going to say, that's where nightmares come from. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm like, who, what what in the methamphetamine is happening here? <laughs> that thing was horrible, man. I was like, that's just awful. Um, and I was like, man, I'm so thankful and used to your kits. When I saw something else, I just couldn't believe um, how lacking it was and how just how different and not in a good way it was from the number of kits I've used from you guys. Well, it's it's interesting because even though the wires are all labeled and everything those of us who are uh you know i've been here 30 years so obviously i got a couple miles on me and the eyes aren't quite what they used to be so sometimes you can't read the lettering on those things so when everything's black you're like oh my goodness i'll tell you really funny one of the new projects that we just finished up that's been out for just not quite a year now is the uh, scout 2 uh classic update kit and when i got the oe harnesses on that Every wire in that harness was dark green, <laughs> dark green with letters on it. And you had to have the manuals to try and figure out and trying to wring everything out and figure out what everything was for that. That one, that one threw me for a loop. That was a tough one to design, but because on something like that, obviously we don't have the GM blueprints, so uh, we have to reverse engineer it. But I hear you. That's when you get a harness like that, where all the wires are one color, it's like, oh my goodness, where do I go now? Oh, yeah, man. And you know something else I was telling I was telling Kevin before you joined the podcast is I love, love, love the fact that you guys always give extra long leads. And for some of us, you know, some people may not understand that, but if you're doing custom routing, if you're doing, you know, where you want to hide the wires, come up through a different way than what it was from the factory, Man, having a a little extra length in there is a lifesaver, man. So I'm really, really thankful you guys throw that extra material and give us some some longer leads than most companies would, uh, because it's such a valuable asset to us on this end. You know, doing something a little different. Absolutely, that's one thing that we pride ourselves on on those classic update kits and even the universal kits, the the Highway 15 and the 22 plus and that type of thing. Reason for that is. Um, I've always said you can give 10 different guys the same car and they're all going to wire it differently. And there isn't one of them that's wiring it wrong. They're just wiring it differently. They're wiring it the way they want to do it, the way their vision is. And just because they're doing it differently, it's not wrong. So that's why you have to have the go. extra length in there. Exactly. There you go, man. Well, look, we got, we're up against a break. So hang on. We're going to come right back. More discussion with you, more time to talk. Um, there's a lot of crazy things. Uh, that are out there in that world of wiring, man, but it's really made simple with American Auto Wire. We'll get into it next. He's Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. And we're back on the Two Guys Garage podcast in just a minute. 
It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I will be. We have Don Bach, American Auto Wire. Find him online. Hit it up, AmericanAutoWire.com. Uh, Don, before the break, we were talking just about, you know, the some of the extras that you guys go through as far as extra long leads. I call it, you know, I, I tend to compare it to like uh, guacamole at Chipotle, man. <laughs> you guys are always throwing in a little extra in there. Um you guys have original replacement connectors and terminals and, and lamp sockets, things that most wiring companies don't do because of the cost uh, that's you know occurring with that. Um, and it's something that you guys have really, um, you guys have really hit home for me and all my friends and, and people I talk to uh, when they when they're asking about wiring. I always throw your name out there because because of those extra and additional things that you won't find in in, in a lot of wiring companies. Yeah, it's always. Uh the the point of contention with a lot of the stuff is that they're just incomplete. Um, you know, our GM stuff is really good, but even our Ford and our Mopar stuff has really come light years in the last five years or so. We've, we've tooled a lot of the Mopar connectors. We've tooled a lot of the Ford connectors to the point where even with the classic update into things, uh, a lot of the harness is plug and play, which is really important. Can you walk us through a couple of the different kits and what people should be, you know, thinking, um, I, I always tend to get that Highway 22 kit. A lot of people, you know, you, you mentioned the 15. What are the differences in those, and what should people be looking for um, for their particular build? Yeah, at what point would you, right, you've got the the sort of classic upgrade. So you've got more functionality in there. So at what point do you break out of that, like Willie said, and go to the more universals? That's a really good question, but it, and it's pretty easy to answer, I think. The, the classic update kits, Kevin, are unique to certain models and makes. A classic update kit for 69 Camaro is not the same one that you would use in a 67 Mustang. They're all designed specifically for that vehicle. They go, the fuse panels and everything go in a specific location. They've got specific switch connections, specific light sockets that are all for those cars. So anything, anytime you see classic update, your clue is going to be that it's for a particular vehicle, there's probably about 40 some different classic update kits now, believe it or not. We have all the, the Ford trucks covered from 53 to 80, 80 or 81 now, and the GM trucks from the late 40s to 83 or, you know, it, it's just, it's amazing all the different kits that are. When you start getting into the custom stuff, which is your Route 9, which is the real basic kit that you would use like in a rat rod or a T-bucket or something like that. Um, it's built around the same premise as the Highway 15 and 22 plus kits are. Same kind of material, same kind of bus bars, um, just obviously much less circuits. Those are, you know, really for a completely custom application. Um, typically, when we do a classic update kit, it's got a bulkhead that goes through the firewall or, or parts that go through the firewall. And they don't have a lot of convertibility about where you can mount the fuse panel and where you can mount the bulkhead because they're designed specifically for that vehicle. When you get into the highway series kits, um, those are completely universal. You can put them in the console. You can put them over on the right on behind the glove box. You know, we got guys with the with the T buckets or Model A's, you know, 30s cars. They're putting them in the trunk, up in a forward panel in the trunk. So it gives you a lot of convertibility with that. When you get into the custom stuff, you have two different designs. You have the modular system, which is like the Highway 15, the 22, and the uh, Route 9, where basically you mount the panel where you want to mount the panel. And you take the wires 
from the appliance and bring them back to the panel. They tuck into the panel. Then you also have your, your builder series, um, which are more of your traditional fuse box with a trunk of wires coming out of it. And those you typically would mount to the left or the right of the steering column underneath the dash of the car. And then you take the wires out to the appliance and terminate them at the appliance. So it's really all about what you're building, to be honest with you. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's one I always kind of got confused about because I haven't had the two you know, side by side. So you're saying you can basically string your wires in reverse or in forward direction, depending on where you're standing, yeah. uh, with the two different setups. Yeah, between the between the highway series or the, the builder series, the power plus series, that's the difference in those. One's you wire from the outside in, the others you wire from the inside out, just like you would with a conventional car. When you get into the classic update stuff, those are all from inside out. And those all have the traditional, you know, one fits all parts that we have for our products. But at the same time, it has to go into a certain location because that's how we design that product. Uh, it's designed to go into that 67 Mustang. It's designed for the fuse box to fit here and for these wires to go there. Now, we still leave the wires long. We still give you the connections and the terminals and everything you need to um, facilitate your build. Hey, what about steering column? Because a lot of times, you know, people run different steering columns. I just, I put an updated steering column in that Chevelle. Um, do you make an adapter kit? Do you make, um, you know, for everybody switching up the steering columns in some of these builds? Uh, what do you guys do to tackle that? Because that seems to be an issue that I hear uh, oftentimes talking to people about wiring and sort of what are the headaches they're trying to get over? That's a great question. The, uh, the builder series, the highway series, Classic updates. Most all of those have the GM three and seven eighths flat connector on them. And then we give you the mating piece to that to go out. The reason we chose that is most of the aftermarket steering column manufacturers are using that three and seven eighths connector. Okay. There's a three and seven eighths, and then there's a four and a quarter, which was the later. I think 77 and up uses the four and a quarter, 69 to 76 uses the three and seven eighths. We give you the mating connector and the mating terminal. So even if you've got um, flaming river column in your car, you know, to, just to drop that. Okay. Okay. Their, their, their stuff typically has the four and a quarter inch on it. So no big deal plugging into ours. All you do is you cut the, cut their connector off. We give you all the terminals and we give you the connector to mate to ours. We tell you what the function of each wire is on both sides of the switch. So you can make the connection and boom, plug and play. Okay. Um, for the guys with like a 66 Chevelle, let's say, um, who don't want to cut their original, we have an adapter to go between our kit and the other. Um, obviously, the issue with those is on a 66, you're going to lose the capability of having a four-way flasher because that didn't come in until 67 from a federal mandate standpoint. So you're going to lose that with the adapter. He knows every nuances of every <laughs> every <laughs> build platform. Well, can't get that because that didn't happen until 67. You're going to get this at 68 and this at 69. <laughs> well, Tempest didn't have posi traction until 1967. Right, right. <laughs> so it had to be Mona Lisa. Uh, that's great, man. It's you ever see that show, my cousin, my cousin Vinny? Mona Lisa. Oh yeah, I know. I knew exactly. I knew yeah, exactly who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great, man. That's great. Uh, well, awesome, man. So let me ask you this: with all the resto builds going on out there, all the LS swaps, yep. um, all this modern stuff going into some of these older cars, which I absolutely love. What are you guys offering and doing? 
for that m- massive monumental shift in uh, in restorations and rebuilds? Well, it's interesting because we made a conscious decision a long time ago not to get into the fuel injection end of things because there was so many different types, styles. There's there's a couple of really good companies out there that do that and they do a great job of it. That's what they do. Uh, we've we've partnered with them per se. You know, if somebody calls our tech line and says, hey, who should I get this from? I mean, we have a couple of people we can tell them to go to depending on what they're doing. Um most fuel injection systems, you know, the the Coyotes, the uh, the Hemis, the LS, the LTs, whatever. Basically, you need four things. You need a ground, you need battery, you need ignition, and you need a fuel pump. Because most of those harnesses are standalone harnesses. You can get all that out of our system. Um, we have all the stuff for you to take and connect right into that to jump that over to the other harness for it to work. So that's, that's basically what we do. We, we, we basically give you the full chassis harness with all the upgrades and the updates with the heavier wire, um, you know, with the heavy alternator lead with the mega fuses. So everything's well protected. Yeah, man. I was telling Kevin before uh, we started the podcast, I simply used a piggyback. I got another piggyback harness um, for the fuel injection and upgraded that with the, um, the highway 22 kit on that Chevelle. It worked out great. Good, good. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's nice with it. It's a lot of our stuff. I, I mean, a lot of the stuff, Willie, that we do, and we're 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 kind of in tune with a lot of the other manufacturers on the market. A lot of the gauge manufacturers, a lot of the alternator manufacturers. We we talk. We're good friends with those people. We've all, we've talked with all of them for years. We have good partnerships with them. Some of the air conditioning companies, and you know, when we're designing one of these kits, we'll say, hey. What do you need to make your system work? And they'll say, okay, we need this, this, and this. And we design our kits. We design that in there so that when the end user gets it, you know, somebody's putting vintage air in their car and they they want to know how to hook it up. We say, okay, the purple wire in their harness, they tell you to hook to a 12-volt feed. You're going to just take our brown wire in our classic update kit or our highway kit or whatever, and you're just going to mate it to that purple wire and you're done. I mean, that's, that, that's the thing that we do. We do communicate really well with a lot of our industry partners in that regard. So what are the common mistakes that people make when they go do wiring? I'll tell you what the best suggestion is that I can tell anybody. When you're doing any of these kits, be it the classic update or any of the, uh, the highway series or the builder series, any of them, we offer the two crimping tools. We use really good Packard terminals. We don't use the the squishy aluminum terminals with the little insulators on them uh, don't like those or they they fail prematurely usually and you know they're real easy for everybody to crimp but they're not really wonderful items our stuff all uses really good oem style uh terminals we offer the two crimping tools that are going to help you crimp probably 95 to 98 percent of the terminals in our kit i would recommend to anybody First of all, you have two 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 types of people that are doing these kind of builds. You got guys that they're only going to do it one time. Okay, we offer a tool rental service for that guy. Okay, and you send it back and you get about, I don't know, half your money back or whatever. Guys like you, guys like that build one or two cars a year, buy the tools. I've been here 31 years. I have the same tools that I was issued 31 years ago when I got here. The stuff doesn't break. The Delphi. Yeah, I'll vouch for that. I I bought those same crimpers from you guys yeah. probably 
I don't know, 12, 13 years ago. And pff, I've used them hundreds of times. Yep. Uh, and they're just like brand new. And it is the way to go. I, I totally back you up on a good crimp, right? Means you're not going to have that loose connection and have that headache somewhere down the road. Yep. And biggest thing is you don't have to solder. If you get a good connection with that, other than the, the main power, like a battery wire, if you get a good crimp on that, Kevin, you really don't need to, cr uh, to solder the wire. And I would prefer that you don't solder the wire because that's just inviting flux to creep into the wire and create problems down the road. Um, if you get a good crimp, that's paramount to doing these jobs right. No, that's a, that's a great extra point, right? You're going to get the best connection without any issues and a lot less work. Less work. And you're going to have no, no problems with any type of pin drag situations or high resistance connections that are going to cause you problems in the future. Isn't it amazing how many problems are facilitated because of a, a broken wire, a bad crimp, a little, I just went through, I mean, you talk about throwing parts at a car. I got a Cadillac CTSV. It was in the fire, so I, I did a resto on it. But I was having all kinds of weird wiring issues with it. It ended up being a broke wire under the driver's seat. <laughs> it's amazing how crazy yeah. some of the wiring is out there. And, and literally, you know, everything, everything and all the problems that it can cause. So if you got a great wire, you know, company like American Auto Wire, uh, you really are, you got a massive head start if you're doing a resto, a build, a project, uh, anything like that, man. You're so far ahead of the game uh, by by using these guys and utilizing things like their tools. Um, and just, you know, they got a great tech and resource blog. If you have problems, uh, they've got things on their website where you can go and, and ask them questions. And they're really not too far, than a, more than a phone call away. Um, they're really great as, as far as answering and helping out any scenarios or problems you may have. And you never know when you're chasing down a, you know, a single broke wire that's the, you know, the genesis of, uh, of all your issue, issues. It's, uh, it's amazing where wiring can take you. Uh, and, and we're sort of thankful that you guys are out there doing what you do, Don. I appreciate it. And uh, I, I, I'm glad you said something because I will tell you right now, the tech group that we have on the phone is there. Monday through Friday, and they're there from eight o'clock in the morning till five in the afternoon, and they are the best. I mean, yeah, I've used them for <laughs> when you, when you, when pe people, one of the big complaints with any of the big manufacturers is you call them and you can never talk to anybody. That's not going to be the case with us. If you call and you don't get us, somebody's going to get back to you almost immediately or at least that day because our guys are really, really good at what they do and they enjoy helping people out. Amen. So how do people find you socially online? Give us uh, give us the ins and outs where people can go check out American Auto Wire. Obviously, we have a presence on Facebook. We have um, a presence on, um, on you know, our website is AmericanAutoWire.com. And you can go there and you can access the entire website. You can just type in your car, the year of your car. What, what you're looking for, what kind of product you're looking for, a few keywords, and it'll take you where you're going, anywhere from factory fit wiring right on up to the, uh, you know, any of the other kits and any of the optional pieces that we do, relay kits and uh, disconnects and all that kind of stuff. There you go, man. AmericanAutoWire.com. Uh, hey, Don, always, we're thankful for your time, man. Hey, and don't forget about our show. It airs weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend Plus, which is a great way to find us. Thanks to our guest, Don Bach, 
American Auto Wire. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. Producer Scoop and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. And don't forget, we have a website too, twoguysgarage.com. And we're on social everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyright 2022, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Don, always awesome having you on, man. Thanks for having us, guys. Really appreciate it. It's great to have a resource that takes the anxiety away from making your car right again. Well, we appreciate you. You know? We appreciate you giving us the opportunity, and it's great to see you guys, and um, looking forward to seeing you in November. Sounds great, man. Looking forward to it, guys. Hope you learned something. Hope you found a great resource for your next project. Uh, American Auto Wire, hope you enjoyed the Two Guys Garage podcast, and we will catch you on the next one. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.